1: This is Anna Gandrabura. I'm the founder of Techville. Techville is a virtual world where you can learn languages and improve your social skills. We are based in Miami. The metaverse is technically a virtual reality, right? So say uh, our physical world, we just... uh, built in in virtual reality and it can be anything it it, it can be like using vr set like oculus you know or it can be just like using your computer and creating a virtual world where you can i don't know attend events and things like that i'm personally in education and that's my passion i've been an educator myself all my life teaching english as an as a a second language as a foreign language when when i was in ukraine this is this is basically when i built my first company we provide um English language uh, training to people who work in tech. So technically the company is called English for IT. And uh, so this is my passion. And as of right now, you know, I want to build a solution that will help people learn languages in an engaging way, you know, So I'm using this app. It's boring. I have to do the same, you know, things over and over again. But I believe in the metaverse, if you are in the virtual world where you create your avatar and you can move around this virtual world, just just like the real world, you know, you get engagement with other avatars and they not necessarily have to be like real people avatars. They can be digital avatars that are pre-programmed to have a conversation with you about a specific topic. I think it's amazing that you can actually learn things by doing things in the virtual world and then you can learn them in the virtual world and uh, use them in IRL, right? In In the real world.
0: My first language is Spanish. I forgot Spanish. I studied Spanish in the pandemic. I did not end up becoming fluent. I don't know why the relationship with the lessons or something, I just didn't regain my fluency. So how can your company help me achieve my dream of being fluent in Spanish again?
1: when you decided to learn Spanish, um, how did you do this? Did you have a teacher? Did you use an app? What was the demotivator for you there? Oh my gosh, my journey, Anna.
0: I used, you know, that really popular company. used everything. Company. <laughs> yeah, I used everything. You know, that really popular company. I can't think of what it's called right now, but it was awful. Like it just crashed all the time. I was like, how is this so popular? It's the worst technology ever. And then my friend who knows several languages, he recommended a site to help me find a local teacher. And so i it loved it and I booked a local teacher and I had lessons three times a week and it was awesome and I think I probably improved but I want to speak the way I did when I was a child, you know, and like really fluent and so I didn't get there and my teacher would even say you need to be watching movies all the time you need to be listening to music I didn't, I definitely didn't do all the things but I was consistently doing about three hours of lessons a week and I thought that was a lot especially for my schedule.
1: I'm amazed and surprised you had so much time on your hands for for being so busy, but I think the, the thing is that uh, when you learn a foreign language, you really want to have this communication component to it, right? And let's say when you have a one-on-one lesson with a teacher, it's great, but then like you get used to the format that it's a teacher and you're a student, it's not a real life, right? So you really want to like experience real life. But then again, people come to a foreign country, for example, you go to Spain and you- Oh my you gosh, assume- yes,
0: I know what you're about to say. Yes, when I when I lived in Spain, I pick I became fluent yeah. again in like a month, but then when I yeah. got back to the States, I lost it again. Exactly. Hey
2: everyone, this is Natalie Kogan, the founder and CEO of Happier Inc., which is a company dedicated to helping you struggle less and thrive more by practicing science-backed emotional fitness skills based outside of Boston. Well, you know what I want to tell you? The first thing I want to tell you is how incredibly courageous of you it is to tell her that. I think that takes so much courage. She's an incredible person. Courage is a quality. Yeah. Well, she might be. That's awesome. But so are you. Because, you know, in my new book, I talk a lot about courage and that it takes courage not just to be vulnerable, to actually have the inner awareness of our thoughts and our emotions um, to get honest with ourselves. So I think it's just tremendous amount of courage that you showed like leading with that. And what an amazing, even deeper, right? Moment of connection that you created with her.
0: I mean, we trusted one another before, but I think our level of trust is, is a hundred percent deeper. Like, yes, yeah. I, I feel and emotional I'm saying that out loud. I
2: feel, I feel <laughs> it's so, it's like vibrating. I through hear me. it. Yeah. I hear it, but that's, that's our potential, right? Like this is, This is the place where we can get to. We can actually have more genuine trust between each other, more deeper connection. We can feel less alone. And what it requires is for us to take off the mask, by the way, which we aren't really wearing that well anyway. His name is uh, author and thinker, Parker Palmer. He's actually a Quaker author. And I remember reading something from him where he was talking about how when we're born, we're just a person. I'm Natalie, Desiree, like Samantha, Sam, whoever. And then as we go through life, we start to play these roles. And um, uh, I'm a daughter, I'm a teacher, I'm a mom, I'm a friend, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a CEO, I'm a leader, I'm an employee. And we start to wear these different masks. And we think that we try to kind of manage those different roles, right? Like, well, as a leader, I shouldn't let people know I'm struggling. Okay, my friend thinks this. And he talks about how difficult that fragmentation of our true selves is, because really we are just one self, not just we individually are one self, we are all actually connected and we can talk about this metaphysically or psychologically. We all connect, our emotions are contagious. And I love the way he was talking about that, that it's just about having the skills, because it is a skill and the courage to take off these masks and just show up as, this is one person, I'm Natalie. And this is how I am. And I call it the potential because to me, that's the beautiful potential that we all have, not just for ourselves, but for each other. But I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna sugarcoat it. It's really hard to do because of our little child fearful brain in our head who is telling us, no, 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 no. You're gonna be rejected if you tell them about your struggle. People are gonna think you're weak, you're stupid, you're pathetic, you know, that's a little brain.
3: This is Erin Staples and I am a community advocate at Orbit. Orbit is kind of like mission control for your community. So it's a good place for you to see the activities, the habits, all of that thing, that second brain for community builders to actually take actionable insights on things. I'm based in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. So first off, I think the best in business advice, actually, like I've told this anecdote a couple of times in the community building world. And I had a boss like very early on when I was working at a nonprofit and she, wouldn't let me say, like, you'd come in the door and she'd be like, Are you having a good day? And she, and you know that thing where you're like, How are you doing? And you just like default say, Good. She wouldn't let me get away with that. And she didn't let anybody get away with that. She was like, No, tell me more. Like, are you good because of X? Or like, Why are you not good? Like, tell right. me why you're sad and you're mad. And she'd made you push past that. And like, she would do it. And it's not like it was one way. Like she would do it too. She'd be like, Oh, I slept horribly, like my day was crap, like blah, blah, blah. Or yeah, hey, this happened. I'm having a great day. And I think the best advice is like, how do you channel that in your own relationships? Mm-hmm. And like that can set the tone for like much deeper relationships in business and friendships and life. And I think out of all the business advice, like that's really stuck with me. So be Love. real and be better than saying good. So yeah. And your, mom's, and then, your uh, mom's my mom? mom's advice. My mom's kind of a spitfire. So my mom is a better, my mom was like a two sport D1 athlete. Like she's very intense. I get my best and my worst traits from her. Love you, mom. (laughs) I would probably say she was very much like, are you going to spend your time complaining about it? Or are you going to do something about it? Because Mm -hmm. if you're here to complain, I don't really want to hear it. And that was like, she was very much like, you can have your 10 minutes event. And like, I will give you that. But you get 10 minutes and then you're done. Like, you got to move on. I think it's important
0: because I think we hold on to things too much. And then we allow those things to define us or we blame those things instead of just creating the life that we want and the thoughts that we want and the future that we want. So I I think that that's spot on ready for the last, the last like quick fire, your favorite book.
3: Oh, um, favorite book, tiny, beautiful things by Cheryl Strayed. Tell us what, what it's about it's like the it's like the dear sugar letters and this is kind of sappy wow i said that and then i'm like wow really sappy Aaron. um <laughs> it's like the it's the book of like when people would write in and they'd be like dear sugar i don't really know what this means blah 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 like i'm stuck in life i feel alone i feel i, I just had this traumatic thing happen to me and she just answers very candidly and raw and it's like good like i'm gonna cry slash give you a hug slash make you feel motivated it's very just like It's like, you know, help letters in a freaking book because that's what it was. It was just a published column that she published into a book, which is great. With everybody
0: listening, there's so many people around the world listening. If there was one thing that we could do to support and accelerate your success, what would that one ask be? And it can't be save the world. It has to be
3: something selfishly uh, for you. Selfishly for me. Oh, that's a hard one. I think it's just like, I would actually probably put, be reach out. Like I love meeting new people. I love meeting people on different parts of their journey. And I get very inspired and motivated and energized by people who are just passionate. I don't, it doesn't need to be about anything that I'm working on or doing, but like reach out, share with me what you're interested in and share with me what you're working on. Share with me what you're excited about. And like, if there's any way that I can help, I want to know, but also just like, let's just come together and have some fun. And if you're, I guess, if you're interested in doing 100 days of Twitter space, come cheer us on for that because I will need help on like keeping that going and keeping that going. So come have conversations with us on Twitter spaces.